Good afternoon, Colorado and all parts everywhere else. Um, I am Deb Creer. I'm the socialite. I have a passion for working with people to show them how to use social media as a professional tool. I am delighted today to have a very honored guest. I'm a little intimidated because oh my. my guest makes his living on the radio and has, <laughs> you know, but Mark and I have been friends for years. Yeah, we won't tell how many years, you know, because it might have been too long. But um, my guest is Mark McIntosh. And Mark is a Missouri native. You know, yeah. we, we forgive that, you yep. know, but, you know, he's, he's pretty much fully ingrained in Colorado now. Yep. Um, and he discovered in a lifetime of learning and leadership via athletics, television, radio, business and relationships that life's a fascinating roller coaster with many dips along the way in an encouraging thought-provoking and entertaining way and he speaks about this he writes about it Mm -hmm. he has some really great books he does um, a lot of encouraging of other people plus he is on the radio on mile high sports radio but as mark puts it at the end of the day when you boil it down to the root i try through the daily dose which is a Mm -hmm. great email that that we get though it's the weekly peck pep talk to encourage others to never grow weary of doing good things that honor them, nurture those dependent on them, and add value to the communities that they serve. Very well. Thank you. Good job. Yeah. And so, you know, as I said, I'm just delighted to have Mark here. Mark has been a fixture in Denver media for a while. Since 1988. Wow. Yeah. Came here from Missouri and decided this is a good place to stay. Well, you know, if I can jump in, I, mm-hmm. I, uh, uh, I was working down in South Texas, my first television job after uh, graduating with a master's degree in journalism from the University of Missouri was down in Harlingen, Texas. Ah. Have you ever been down to South Padre Island? No, I was well, not one of those college students. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of college <laughs> kids that go to South Padre, but South Padre Island is right at the tip of Texas uh-huh. or Brownsville, mm-hmm. and that's the Rio Grande Valley that basically the Rio Grande River separates Texas from Mexico, and the major cities are Brownsville, Harlingen, and McAllen, and okay. I lived in Harlingen, ah. and so it was the mm-hmm. Rio Grande mm-hmm. Valley down there, and then... Uh, that was from 86 to 88, and then I was hired by Channel 4 here in mm-hmm. Denver, KCNC-TV, right. to, and my main job was to cover the Colorado Buffaloes, uh-huh. which we share a, a oh, common yes. bond for. Oh, yes, our big passion for the buffs. We are buffs <laughs> to the bone, and uh, and so from 1988 to 2006, you know, that was uh, pretty much my main gig for Channel 4 was uh, uh, covering the buffs and hosting the Bill McCartney mm-hmm. Show, Rick Neuheisel Show, Gary Barnett, Sealberry, Tom Miller, the great Joe Harrington, etc. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and then kind of uh, my life experiences and all that kind of stuff. About seven years ago, I was challenged by some people to uh, take the the gifts that I believe that uh, God gave me. And as I get older, I think those gifts are uh, uh, for whatever reason. I I, I love to encourage people. Mm-hmm. I love to exalt people, and I love to inquire people. And uh, so I started Victory Productions, my mm-hmm. motivational speaking and writing business. And, and then I, as you mentioned, st- still do sports talk. I do a little television. I, you know, looking under every rock I can find for something fun to do. Well, you know, because you never want to get bored. You know, well, life's life's no fun if you get a- bored. Amen to that. So, you know, let's talk about social media because okay. you use social media to really promote yourself, mm-hmm. promote what you're doing on the radio, talk about your books. And you use it in a way that is very engaging, very entertaining. 
so how did you even decide to use social media? Because you've been online for quite a while. Yeah. I mean, it was really in its infancy when you started. Yeah. You know, I, I think it was uh, – I started with Twitter because that was the – and I can remember it was about, I don't know, five or six years ago. People, you've heard about this Twitter and tweeting, and I was like, <laughs> what the heck is that? Uh-huh. And, and then I discovered Twitter, and then that led to Facebook. And, and I think for me – I and so I use all of them. You know, I'm, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, but for me, I really I focus most of my efforts on Facebook, and mm-hmm. that I believe Facebook provides a good form. As I try to, and you mentioned this earlier, you know, I put out a daily dose of encouragement that people can uh, they can get on Facebook, or I can actually send it. You can go to my website seekvictory.com, and you can sign up to get it on your mobile device. And then my weekly pep talks that I write, but I love to write, and Facebook allows me to have conversations in a more intimate way for me. I mean, some people love the 140 characters of Twitter and can tweet all day long. Right. I I like to be able to have maybe the a good word is musings with people, where mm-hmm. you can you, you know you can you can get a little more in depth. And, and so for me, I've just found my sweet spot is kind of Facebook. And, uh, you know, with the work that I do at, at Victory Productions and trying to encourage, exalt, and inquire, and then also to let people know about. Uh, but the one thing I try to do with Facebook with, like, say, the sponsors of my radio show is to always try to showcase my sponsors in a way that shows their dedication to giving back to the community. Right. So, for instance... Um, might mention that, hey, we're going to be live at the Summit Steakhouse tonight doing our show, and just let you know the Summit Steakhouse uh, will give 10% of tonight's proceeds to Habitat for Humanity Perfect. or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And and so uh, trying to use social media, not necessarily just to let people just to try to throw something out there that kind of stays with my mm-hmm. brand as being somebody who encourages, exalts, mm-hmm. and inquires right. And so, you know, just try to keep it all into mm-hmm. into that deal, and then also like when the Broncos are playing, just sit there and <laughs> throw out questions. Well, and you know, to me, I think what has been one of the most impressive things is that you do get that it's a conversation. Yeah. You know, if if you just want to do one way, then that's called a website. Right. And that's where I see businesses and people fail at social media is they post and they post and they never respond. Mm. I can't remember when I've ever posted to you and you haven't responded, yeah. you know, or, or at least acknowledged it, you know, and, and so you, you understand that you get that people want that interaction and that's yeah. why they're on these tools. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And, and I, um, I, I think I've just, I've always kind of been a people person mm-hmm. by nature and I love uh, and if we can't sit down face to face, my gosh, what a wonderful yeah. tool it is! Yep. And again, for me, Facebook more than Twitter, and that I can, I don't have to, I can write to mm-hmm. you. I mm-hmm. can't write to you when I tweet you. Yeah, it, you know, you, and you can get in conversations with people yeah. on Twitter, but it is more difficult. Yeah, you know, because especially if you want it to be offline, then they have to direct message, and then you yeah. know, heaven forbid, you forget to direct message back, and yeah. you respond funny, and you know all of those things. But on Facebook, yeah, it's so much easier, and you can't even take it the step further and just have a, an instant message chat with them. Right. But part of the interaction is that you get the other people responding. Right. And they're talking about, gee, you know, they really liked what you were talking about on the air, or they liked that restaurant, or, you mm-hmm. know, that was a great inspirational quote. Mm-hmm. So you are building those relationships with people 
from around the world. Well, and, and you just hit the nail on the head there, building relationships. Right. Because, um, and I, I talk about this all the time, um, I'm a big believer in, and kind of the, the the mission of Victory Productions is to encourage others to play like a champion mm-hmm. wherever they roam. And building relationships is absolutely critical mm-hmm. to playing like a champion wherever you roam, whether it's home, work, or elsewhere. The, the venues may change, mm-hmm. but the strategies remain the same. And it's got to start with a relationship right. and, and that that there's a a a sense of comfort with mm-hmm. one another that we can just sit mm-hmm. there and we can chat and understand that both of our opinions are valued mm-hmm. and, and and that's how you build the relationships right. that lead to uh you know good marriages mm-hmm. good business partnerships good athletic mm-hmm. teams whatever but it starts with a relationship mm-hmm. that's built on trust and respect for yeah. one another and i think you can do that and, and for me, and, and I know everybody's different, we're all unique, but for me, Facebook is really where mm-hmm. I try to do that uh, more than any of the other social media. Well, you can say more on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's probably one of the, the big things, is, and that's why I prefer it. You yeah. know, for me, 140 characters is very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I have to edit my tweets, and then they exactly. don't make sense, and yeah. you know, all those various things. And Google Plus is kind of getting there, but it's, you know, not Google so Plus much. Google Plus is, I, I don't know much about Google, Google Plus. Google Plus is the new guy on the block. Really? Um, is it much like Facebook or Twitter? They say that they're, uh, they, Google compares itself to Twitter. Okay. But it is much more like Facebook. Okay. You know, it, it looks very similar. You have circles of friends rather than lists, you know, and, and all of these various things. And you can have very long conversations. One of the cool things, you, we talk about interacting with people, one of the cool features on Google Plus is you can do what they call a hangout, which you can have 10 people on video at the same time through Google Plus. You're not okay. using Skype. You're not using any other platforms. You know, obviously mm-hmm. you have to have a uh, video camera right, on your right, computer, right. but it makes it a lot of fun. So you can maybe it's a work team that mm-hmm. isn't all in one location. It's your family. It's your business associates. It's whoever. Celebrities have started using this, where they will say, "Hey, you know, I'm going to be on. I'm going to do a hangout," and then people just drop on and drop off, and so they're able to chat. I did one with Dolly Parton. It was the funniest thing in the world. Right on. And um, <laughs> you know, and, and you're just on there, and and it's you know your little video. It's just you know you're typical video thing but it makes it very nice to be able to reach out to up to 10 people at once wow. you can have people in the queue so that when people drop off somebody else pops on and and uh, or you can you know you so you can have it wide open that anybody can join or you can send out invitations so maybe it is your work team or you know you're meeting with a client and you're mm-hmm. in multiple locations so mm-hmm. that's one of the the neat features about google, google plus, plus. yeah and you know, you learn something new every day, and Deb, I'm learning from that's, you. That's I know why that. you come on to this program. Exactly. That's why yeah. people listen to me. Well, because that, that's very interesting, because one of the things, an additional project, uh, product, program, mm-hmm. I don't know exactly mm-hmm. which one you would call it, that we want to provide uh, through Victory Productions is that people, for instance, uh, the pep talk that I sent out mm-hmm. yesterday, and, and I always start getting reactions mm-hmm. from people, and this one lady uh, emailed me today, and was talking about a friend of hers that could really use some encouragement mm-hmm. and, and maybe even mark would you pray mm-hmm. for her? and to be able to use some type of video thing yep. where this mm-hmm. this woman mm-hmm. could get an email or something mm-hmm. like this and 
we right. could be seeing mm-hmm. each other, and she could be seeing me mm-hmm. directly encouraging right. her. Right. So that, that, she would see that compassion and yeah. things like that. And some people, you know, clearly they prefer the anonymity. Right. But for other people, they do need that face-to-face yeah. contact. And, yeah. And you know, it, it makes it so nice because then you can you can really read their body language. Yeah. You know, it's less likely that we're going to misinterpret because it is pretty easy, even when you're typing. You know, okay, were we telling a joke? Are we going to have to put the LOL in yeah, there? Or like a little smiley yes, thing. Yes. You, know, you know, all those little things. And I always do it wrong. And then they yeah. tell me I'm sticking my tongue out. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so I, I, it's interesting to see how these tools are evolving mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. really adapting more and more towards the true social interactions. Yeah. And and the nice thing is it's everywhere. You know, we can connect with anybody around the world. Yeah. The only constraint is time. You yeah. know, we, I, I might not want to connect with somebody at 3 o'clock in the morning. But, you know, they, they might want to connect with us. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah. Well, it's... Go ahead. I was just going to say we'll we'll finish that train of thought um, in a in a minute because we are going to take a quick break and then we will come back. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. I'm not ashamed to say. I hope it always will stay this way. want to thank you for being a friend. You know, this is fun. It's it's fun to pick the music for this, to find yeah. all these friend songs. Of course, I, I date myself by all this music. But, you know, it, it really is a lot of fun. And I want to thank Mark for being on my program today. I'm Deb Creer, and I have Mark McIntosh here. We were really talking about how social media is social. Yes. You know, it's all about building relationships. It's about having two-way communications. And it doesn't matter if it's your best buddy from high school or a potential business partner or yep. a client. 
it really is about having those two-way communications. So let's talk about how you use it. Um, you are on Mile High Sports Radio, mm-hmm. and every day you're talking about what you're doing on the air and, mm-hmm. and promoting things like that. Mm-hmm. So you know, to me, that's a great tool because you're you're getting your listeners' input, your listener feedback. I'm doing that with my own program here, um, so I encourage everybody to do that. Do you find that really works? Do you get people to to really interact with you that way? Oh yeah, and um, you know the whole theme of our our radio show, which is on 3 to 6 p.m. on Mile High Sports Radio, AM 1510 and FM 93.7. <laughs> you can go to MacAndDuke.com and learn more. But it's uh, drive time with Mac and Duke. Ain't about us. It's all about mm-hmm. you, meaning that um, we're trying to be different than a lot of talk shows where it seems like the, the hosts of the show might uh, dominate the conversation and might uh, uh, kind of uh, tell listeners they're crazy mm-hmm. or what are you thinking about that we really try to make it about our listeners and and to me social media is just another way to reinforce that brand because you put out questions on social mm-hmm. media what do you think about the broncos what do you think about this whatever and and then the conversation starts and there's no right or wrong answer and, and so i think it's another way to, to definitely reinforce your brand mm-hmm. of what we're trying to get done on radio uh through social media and i the, the conversations can become fascinating. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that for me, and and it's just the way I do things, but I think it has been fairly successful, is that you do try to not make it about you. Mm-hmm. When you're engaging with people in social media, it's um, that you're curious about them and you're asking them questions. Right. You know, it's, it's funny when I do uh, trainings with people, one of the first questions I ask when we really start talking about it is I ask, how many of you are only children? You know, and usually I get yep. a, at least a couple, yep. and, and I tell them, well, I'm an only child. Yep. And I said, so for me, I was taught the world revolves around me. Yep. I mean, you know, and I really yep. kind of was. Yep. And, and, you know, I didn't learn how to share. I didn't learn mm-hmm. all those things. Of course, you know, now I'm a very right. well-adapted adult. But <laughs> um, <laughs> but but in a, in a lot of ways, that's the problem I see with people is mm-hmm. they post and they post and they post. They never acknowledge anybody. Yep. One of the coolest things for me on Facebook are the birthdays. Yeah. I go in almost every day. Every once in a while, I miss, and so yeah. everybody that I miss, I apologize to. There but you, you know, I post happy birthday. Yeah, I'm I'm connected with quite a few people, so yeah. sometimes it takes ooh, I don't know, twenty seconds to yeah. do this. This is yeah. not a, a difficult thing, and and I just tell them happy birthday. Doesn't matter if I've known them for all of my life or if there's somebody I connected with yesterday. Yeah, because we love that, right? Yeah. You, get, you get birthday cards and think, yeah. oh, this is so cool. Yeah. There's a reason the really good salespeople send you cards. Yeah. You know, you're top of mind to them, and you're yeah. reminding them about that. So, you know, it, it really is, you know, we, we, we can't harp on it enough or hit on it enough. It's about building relationships with yeah. people. Um, we work with people we know, like, and trust, yeah. and we get to know them through social media. Sometimes it's because they're posting about their favorite TV shows. Sometimes it's because they're posting, you know, about the, the Colorado Buffaloes, mm-hmm. you know, all of those various things, and then obviously posting about what they do for business. But when we like somebody, then we're more likely to refer to them, mm-hmm. to give them our business, things like that. Yeah. One of the things that I'm always very impressed with you is you post an inspirational quote every day. Yeah, the daily dose. Right. But it's not a quote from somebody else. It's your quote. Well. Almost always. I think yeah, every once in a yeah, while it might be. Yeah, every once in a while. But yeah, you know, and, yeah. and to me... That's it, it. That makes it so personal yeah. because you didn't just go to the website quote of the day or you know whatever. You've thought about it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I, I will. You know, it's amazing where you, this. You know, for me, 
where you find these things, and it might be I read something and then I kind of look at it and then I start to formulate the kind of in, in the way I like to communicate and stuff. But, uh, you know, that's all, one, uh, it makes me feel good to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, it's building the brand. And um, and so, you know, it's it's kind of interesting that, um, uh, you know, every morning it's the first thing I do. Mm-hmm. I'm up about 5, 5.30, yeah. and uh, I'm just kind of sitting there, and I'm just kind of thinking about things, and something spits out. Well, and the nice thing is you make it pertain to whatever's going on in the world. Yeah. You know, sometimes things maybe aren't going well, and so you give us a little more inspiration. Yeah. Other times it's, you know, hunky-dory, and yeah. so, you know, it's – but I, I like – so. So here's the one from today. The best gift we could possibly give ourselves or others this holiday season is the gift of possibility. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I think one of the things that I talk a lot about in uh, my my speaking and my writing is that, uh, you know, life rarely goes the way we planned. Has mm-hmm. your life, Dev, gone exactly the way you no, planned? No, no. Were yeah. you planning on moving to Atlanta, Georgia? I was Georgia? not planning on moving to Atlanta, yeah, Georgia. Yeah. But and, I'm getting the twang. Yeah, I'm, there, I'm already yeah. working on that. <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and so, and and my life has certainly not gone as planned. I mean, and, uh, by the time I was a senior in high school, I was a three-sport high school All-American, quarterback in football, point guard in basketball, center fielder in baseball, Living my athletic dreams, and then I you suffered. were the big man on campus. Well, you know, I I, I was at one time, but then I suffered a severe head injury mm-hmm. that ended my athletic career, and and I struggled for you know for many years when I was watching guys that I knew mm-hmm. I could compete against, and and then I've been through uh, a couple painful divorces and some economic downturns. Mm-hmm. We all have. The right. the point of it is, we all have our stories. We mm-hmm. all have. Um, the fact that life rarely goes the mm-hmm. way we planned. We get poked in the eye, as I like to say. And so I like <laughs> to encourage people to turn life's lemons, the heck with lemonade, into sweet and savory margaritas. Yeah, which even better. Be the title <laughs> of my third book. But um, I, I think the thing that we've got to always try to do is to have hope, to believe mm-hmm. in the possibilities. I mean, look what's going on with the Denver Broncos and, and their quarterback, Tim Tebow. And I always love the definition of encourage, which is give hope and confidence, too. So I do try to put out something mm-hmm. on a daily basis that maybe, uh, you know, what just jumped into my head is come as you are, just don't leave as you were. And so Ooh. people might uh, – and I've got a great story that uh, as to where I got that, that if we got time, I'll, I'll tell you that. But, uh, uh, you know, just when people get up in the morning, uh, come as you are, just don't leave as you are. Wherever you're at – I hope that they know that they can they can count on Macintosh through uh, Victory Productions to uh, provide some hope, mm-hmm. some confidence, some possibility right. for them. That uh, regardless of what you're going through, um, if we we all kind of hang in there mm-hmm. and uh, uh, be a student and not a victim, mm-hmm. and we rally around yeah. each other and we put fear aside and allow wonderment to win, and we mm-hmm. do it in ways that honor, nurture, and add value. We got a shot, right? You know, and 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 it's okay to have a bad day. Well, it's of even course. okay to have a bad week or well, a bad of course. month. But you know, we got to pick ourselves up by our bootstraps and and move and on. Move on. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah. tell me your story. How did you come up with your that? Oh, uh, come as you are, just don't yep. leave as you were. Uh, that was uh, back before the 2008 presidential elections. It was the campaign season, and. Um, I just picked up the Sunday paper and you know I was just kind of reading through it and I saw where Jesse Jackson 
was going to be speaking in Denver. Mm -hmm. And uh, it so happened he was speaking at a church that was only about a half a mile from my house. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I've seen Jesse Jackson on television and everything many times. But for whatever reason, I had the morning to, uh, I didn't have anything really going on. I said, you know, uh, I'd like to go check out Jesse Jackson. Right. And so I just hopped on my bike mm -hmm. and rode over to this church and uh, just had on flip-flops, short, T-shirt. <laughs> I wasn't thinking I was going to go in. Right. I just wanted not to, really church-going I just wanted to see him, you know, and kind of see what type of entourage he's mm -hmm. traveling with. All so I got there, and Jesse Jackson was running late. And so I ended up just striking up a conversation with this beautiful lady that was impeccably dressed. She was one of the greeters at the church. Ah. And so we just were chatting away and all this. And then about 30 minutes later, Jesse Jackson finally shows mm -hmm. up. And he gets out of this big old black SUV, and here comes Jesse Jackson and all of his entourage. And they go into the church because he was getting ready to speak. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so uh, I kind of we were wrapping up the conversation, and I said, hey, you know, it's been wonderful meeting you and everything. And I, I started to leave. She goes, where are you going? I said, well, yeah, I can't go into church yeah. dressed like this. <laughs> and she just got a big old grin on her face. She said, hey, sweetie. Come as you are, just don't leave as you were. <laughs> and I went right on. And isn't yeah. that, that that's mm -hmm. really what life's all mm -hmm. about. Every day, I mean, uh, despite what what happened yesterday, we all show up every mm -hmm. day. We we come as we are. Right. But hopefully, through encouraging mm -hmm. one another, giving each other hope and confidence, we might not leave as we mm -hmm. were. And that's kind of tying it back to social media. Mm -hmm. That's all part of every day, just trying to put something out there for people. Yeah. That. Uh, you just never know who it might have. Well, and and in responding, impact. when we see people who are you know saying that they need help, mm -hmm. you know it, it's surprising to me that people post that on Facebook. Yeah, you know, and I, now I I don't know why it should surprise me because that's part of the reason why we're there. But it's always very encouraging to me when somebody says, "You know what? I'm not having a good day. Mm -hmm. it, it's a little blue. Things aren't going yeah. well." And to see how many people respond, isn't that cool? And and even if they're just saying, "You know what? Tomorrow's a better day." Yeah. You know all those various things, and to ask for help because it it is a community. You know, uh, it it really is surprising when you reach out to folks. I reached out to you a couple of weeks ago. Um, I have a younger cousin who, uh, when she was a week old, was flown to University of Michigan mm -hmm. with a very severe heart problem. Yeah. And I'd asked you to, yeah. to you know, uh, think about her and include mm -hmm. her in your prayers. And, of mm -hmm. course, you said yes. But I posted it to, to quite a few people, and yeah. everybody responded. Yeah. And, you know, just posting in general on my page, because they'd set up a little website where they were updating us about McKenna, and she did very, very well. She's home now, back in Wichita, so that's very good. But just that, that thought that, mm -hmm. you know, people were giving. And the really funny thing was I went for a day or two without posting, and several people going, private, What's going on? They did. They contacted yeah. me privately because they were very concerned yeah. that, you know, something had happened. Yeah. And, you know, I always made sure that any time I posted, I tagged McKenna's parents because mm -hmm. they're on Facebook. And I think that meant a lot to them to mm -hmm. see that people they had never met, never spoke to, were never going to meet or speak to. We're thinking about them and their daughter. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, you know, little McKenna's still going to have to have some more surgeries and mm -hmm. things, but boy, she's a tough little thing. Yeah, and, yeah. and, you know, we, we figure, Very you know, cool. we're, we're going to have McKenna around for a really yeah. long time. But that does show that community that, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're there for each other. And, and we've just extended, you know, our, our in-person base to people around the world. Yeah. Which makes it so nice. And, and sometimes it's the people around the world or, you know, wherever else that, 
are the biggest sources of inspiration. Mm-hmm. It's funny, you know, when, when I've had some, some things going on, like when my father was very ill and, yeah. and passed away, people who I had never met were posting on my page. Yeah. My friends never said a word. And I thought, you know what? I'll wow. remember that. Yeah. Now, you know, I shouldn't hold a grudge. And they were very right. busy and all those right. various things. But it really did surprise me how people I'd never met took the time to say, hey, Deb, thinking about you. Yeah. And other people, you know, and, and I know part of it was they just assumed that I knew. And I did. Right. You know, right. I knew that they were concerned and, and right. things like that. But it really did speak a lot to me. You know, there were times where when he was in the hospital um, up in Laramie, Wyoming, they have Wi-Fi up there and yeah. have for years. And, yeah. and they encourage patients and family to have their, their computers. So I'd be sitting there on Facebook and, and mm-hmm. or on Twitter, and I would post. And people would respond at 3 o'clock in the morning, yeah. which was, you know, a little bit strange. Yeah. But it was very nice because... I wasn't alone. You know, that was the nice thing about it. Well, I think you did, you hit on something that, again, is kind of one of the fundamentals of, of what I speak about is that um, we all have our trials and tribulations. And and I think the first thing that we we need to realize is we have a choice when we're going through difficult times, whether it's the illness mm-hmm. of a, a, a parent, whether it's the breakup of a relationship, whether it's a job loss, whatever it is. We have to make a choice. Are we going to be a, a student of the experience or a victim of the circumstance? Mm-hmm. And I would uh, encourage people to be uh, more of the former rather mm-hmm. than the latter. But but the second thing, and I think it's so critical, and that's this is one of the things that I love about social media, is that we have to understand that we're not alone. Mm-hmm. We're not the only people that are going through right. these mm-hmm. unexpected, unwanted twists and turns of life. Mm-hmm. And so what a beautiful forum mm-hmm. we have that you can connect with people. Mm-hmm. And and one of the things that I would encourage people, if maybe you're just getting started on social media, is don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Don't be afraid to say, you know what, I feel really lonely right mm-hmm. now. My father is ill or I'm going through a divorce and I'm and, – and, and man. That, they know, come out of the woodwork. They, they do come out of the woodwork <laughs> and support. And, mm-hmm. and and to me, it's just, it's just a beautiful tool to connect us. Great. That, that yeah. we, we have a very diverse world out there. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a unity of spirit that exists out there that social media uh, – is a wonderful venue, a platform that we can really discover that we have far more in common mm-hmm. than we do have differences. I believe that's right. just my opinion, mm-hmm. and and yeah. it's just a wonderful venue to connect. Mm-hmm. Well, we are going to take another break and come back and talk more about connecting after our break. You got a friend in me. Do. 
go by. A friendship will never die. You're gonna see it's our destiny. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. Well, hello, you do have a friend in me, especially if you've connected with me on Facebook and Twitter. So I want to remind everybody to do that. I'm, uh, you can find me Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, all those various sites on the Mile High, uh, uh, radio page. Just go to the host page and you will find all my information there. But I want to encourage you also to connect with Mark McIntosh, who is my guest today. So give us all of your information. How do we connect with you online? Oh boy. Um, I know there's so many. Facebook, um, <laughs> Mark McIntosh, and and then I do have I'm at the five thousand limit. Yep. So now we have to just so, like your page. Uh, yeah. And then there is a Mark D McIntosh fan page that they can go to and like. And I, I'd love to pick your brain. I must admit it's been difficult for me because uh, I love the intimacy mm-hmm. of a, a personal page mm-hmm. as opposed to a fan page. You can't really you can't, right. It's a little harder to you can't communicate. It's a little more businessy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then Twitter, it's uh, my uh, Twitter is uh, Hey Comeback Coach. That's some people call me the Comeback Coach. So uh, uh, actually, it's just Comeback Coach. Excuse me. Um, and then uh, I'd ha- recommend if you really want to get in touch with me, go to Victory Productions, right. my website, mm-hmm. SeekVictory.com, and there you can sign up for the daily dose mm-hmm. that'll come on your mobile device. You can sign up for the weekly pep talk that is sent out via email every Sunday. All that information mm-hmm. there. That's where you can buy my books. Uh, if you're looking for a, a fun and hopefully inspiring speaker to come in and speak to your group, all that kind of stuff. But so seekvictory.com right. is a good place to find me. Cool. Mm-hmm. You know, during the break, we were talking um, just between ourselves about how much do you promote yourself yeah. and what you do. Yeah. And it is very difficult on social media because you don't want to come across as the used car salesman. Yeah. But you still want to remind people that you do. Mm-hmm. And the way that you do it, I really like because it never is. Hey, buy my book. Yeah. You might give a quote from your book. You might yeah. say, hey, I'm speaking at this mm-hmm. organization. Yeah. But it's never really in your face, which, again, that's one of the, the tools of success. You know, the businesses or the people who use the, the various sites and it is too much, you'll notice. They, the people don't, you know, if you look at their page insights, they're not getting a lot of people who are commenting, following the pages, right. any of those things. And I think that's what business people get a little concerned about is how much is too much. Right. It's it kind of follows itself, you know. If you have too much, people tell you, yeah. you know, they're real good at that. Hey, yeah. back off, <laughs> you know, or you will start losing people. Yeah, um, and you can see when people interact with the post. When did they interact, and what mm-hmm. did they say? Mm-hmm. You know, if you've talked about a quote from your book, and then somebody says, "Where do I buy it?" Well, clearly they're wanting that information. Right, right. And I, I think here's an example for you. Um, and, and we were Deb and I were talking about this uh, during the break. Uh, I, I got an email from a woman. Uh, who has been married 13 years, four beautiful children, just a beautiful family. And then marriage crumbles. Husband is uh, uh, no longer interested in being married and has kind of moved on, if you know what I mean. And uh, devastated. You know, she's just been a dedicated mom and and uh, wife and the whole nine mm-hmm. yards. And, and so... Somebody recommended that she ought to reach out to me, and so she did, and we talked a little bit. And I said, can I send you a copy of my latest book, mm-hmm. Lemons and the Margaritas? Because I talk a lot about my painful divorces and stuff in there, and so it, it's, I think it's a good tool for people that are going through relationship breakup. But 
And so then I then, after sending her the book, I then posted on Facebook that, uh, you know, I'm honored to be sending a book to Mm -hmm. a a woman who's going through a lot of personal pain right now. And and if by chance you know somebody Mm -hmm. that maybe is going through a similar thing, perhaps my third book, Lemons Mm -hmm. and a Margarita's, might be of value to them. And then put a link to where they can buy the book. And and so it was was sparked by... uh, learning of this woman it wasn't just a direct mm-hmm. hey christmas time mm-hmm. buy the book <laughs> you know because uh again i think and it's just the way i believe and not necessarily saying it's right but i just believe if you never grow weary of doing good things for others mm-hmm. at the proper time i'm going to reap the harvest mm-hmm. so uh if i keep doing good things and trying to reach out and encourage others and and send them a book uh, that maybe down the road I'll reap the harvest because mm-hmm. somebody else might buy a book. Right. You know, and, and so, um, again, I think if so, if you post, and it's always about something bigger than yourself, mm-hmm. but then when you mention also what you do, I, I, I it feels good mm-hmm. to me. I don't, yeah. I, I don't have some big marketing firm telling me yay or nay, but I appreciate <laughs> Obviously you, it. Obviously, it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it, it, it tends mm-hmm. to work. Well, and it, it I have trouble talking about myself. And we all do. I think we all yeah. do. Yeah. You know, and, and so that's why it is easier to make it kind of low key. Yeah. yeah. To say, here's what I did. You know, and and it's funny that my guest last week was Gina Shrek, and she got me on Twitter. I had yeah. never really been on any yeah. social media till she got me on Twitter, and she told me at that point that she was getting a lot of business from Twitter. Yeah. And I said, really? Yeah. People are tweeting about what they had for lunch yeah well she was using it in a way that you know she would just say hey i went and talked to so-and-so about Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. and then somebody would say tell us more about that yeah so she wasn't saying i do this for x dollar amount of Mm -hmm. dollars Mm -hmm. she really was just kind of gently reminding people here's what i do you know all of those various things and it's funny because we know what we like. Yeah. You know, we don't like to have the hard sell. Right. You know, there are the people who think that that's great fun. You know, they're the ones that go into the car dealership and spend five hours there kicking mm-hmm. their tires. Just, but most of the people, you know, they know what they want to pay. Yeah. They know what they're there for, and they just want to, you know, they they just want to be done with it and yeah. move on to the next thing. Yeah. So then, why would we post in a different way? Yeah. You know, if we don't like the hard sell, why should we want to to do the hard sell? Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, and Gina is a very successful lady mm-hmm. and a fantastic person. And um, uh, what I like to do, like, say, after I've uh, spoken to a group, I, I spoke to the Broomfield Chamber of Commerce uh, a couple of weeks ago, is, um, you know, say I'll go on Facebook mm-hmm. and, and just say, I just want to thank the Broomfield Chamber right. of Commerce for the opportunity mm-hmm. to come in and, and speak to them. And we talked about this. And then, like you say, then mm-hmm. people say, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Tell me more yep. about that. And then, boom, the next thing you know, uh, it might be somebody. Well, I'd like you to come speak to my group, mm-hmm. but it, it started out by giving thanks. Right. Yeah. Well, and and I think what a lot of people tend to overlook is the fact that for me, social media is word of mouth on steroids. Yeah. It's much better <laughs> for somebody else to say, "Hey, this is great about what Deb did," yeah. than for me to say, "Hey, this is great what I did." Yeah. You know, so so people should keep that in mind. Um, one of the other things that businesses always, you know, or, or business owners always tell me is they're afraid of social media because of what people might post. Hmm. So I wanted to talk to you because you post a lot about sports, you yeah. know, and, and, you know, both you and I are, are big supporters yeah. of the Colorado Buffaloes. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, we've got a lot going on with the Broncos. But things haven't always been rosy with our sports teams. Right. You know, they're for 
five years, we had the CU coach who will not be named. Um, you know, things were rough. Things been rough with the Broncos. Uh-huh. How do you handle it when you're posting? And people, you know, somebody might post something. Now, if it's really inappropriate, obviously right. you can delete it. Right. But how do you handle when you get posts where somebody is just so negative and so nasty in some cases? Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've seen posts where it's just horrendous. Um, yeah. You know, I've only ever had to delete one post off of my Facebook page, mm-hmm. and it was somebody posting about the coach who will not be named. Okay. And all I had done was posted, I'm going to a CU basketball game. And they went off on the football oh, program? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I got it deleted, but people saw it. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and, and so how do you handle that? You know, I, I usually, one, I acknowledge, you know, they have a right to their opinion, mm-hmm. but then also try to offer up, uh, you know, like, oh, okay, I, I, I respect where you're coming from, but have you considered this? Mm-hmm. And then just try to throw something back at them that then usually somebody else will chime in. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh you know, just try to – I think sometimes the more you make out of it, the bigger mm-hmm. it's going to become, you know, as opposed to acknowledge it mm-hmm. and then maybe try to steer the, the conversation mm-hmm. in a different direction. Uh, I've been pretty fortunate that uh, I rarely um, – you know, I, I don't get much nastiness mm-hmm. with the conversations I'm having. Uh, so I, I, I've been blessed that I don't have to deal with that. But um, – Usually, I always just like to acknowledge that you have a right mm-hmm. to your opinion, but have you ever considered this? Right. Mm-hmm. And just try to get it, throw out something that's thought provoking that maybe is a little less volatile. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, you know, obviously it's different for a business that has a product or a service right. because they're afraid somebody's going to post a negative. Yeah. Well, they're going to post it anyway. So exactly. you might as well try and deal with it. Well, it, yeah, you know, that's certainly the foot. Yeah, I mean. Maybe they had a bad meal at a restaurant. Okay, yeah. what can I do to fix it? Exactly. And and you want to do it if you can publicly, yeah. You know because you want people to see that yes, you tried to to fix it. To me, some of the the best words that that can be used in in whatever context are I'm sorry. Well, you exactly. Know, you're not even acknowledging blame or responsibility. Yeah. You're just you're feeling empathy for somebody. Yeah. And that almost always stops somebody in their tracks. Yeah. You know, they, it's really hard to rant and rave when somebody said, "Gee, I'm sorry." Yeah. <laughs> empathy is is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Empathy is a very disarming thing too. Yeah. But it, it seems like in our society, man, uh, uh, instead of perhaps offering empathy towards everybody, it seems like uh, too many people too often want to escalate things. And right. then it just gets into a war of words, and you're kind of going, how in the heck did we get here? And so many people think because of the anonymity on social media that it is okay. Mm-hmm. You know, they can post those negative things. They can do all of those various things. Um, I thought it was kind of interesting there last week when Alec Baldwin, you know, was mm-hmm. was uh, escorted off of the American Airlines yeah. plane. Now, one of the things that I thought was really ironic was he was told, you know, that he was using his phone and so he had to leave the plane. But all these people were tweeting that he'd been thrown yeah. off the plane. Yeah. <laughs> but you know his his Twitter page blew up so much he had to take it down. Yeah, and so he's now rethinking that. You know, Ashton Kutcher has yeah. taken his Twitter feed down, and to me that's a shame because it means that they have lost that communication with people, yeah. good or bad. Yeah, you know, and and sometimes you just have to completely ignore the bad. And if it's you know if they've used language and things like that that you don't uh, approve of, then it needs to go. You know, when when that person posted on my page, I contacted him privately, yeah. and I said, I don't care what you put on your page, but you don't use those words yeah. on my page. Yeah. Um. And he really didn't understand. You know, it was one of those things where he hit share 
and went, uh oh. Yeah, uh, yeah. He didn't know that because he wrote it, even though he wrote it on my page, uh-huh. he could delete it. Yeah. And he felt very bad. He still sees me and apologizes. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, but he used it as an opportunity to vent. Yeah. He just used that really bad word four times. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and, and it was just really inappropriate. And yeah. I think that's what people have to watch when we're posting on, whether it's a business page or a personal page. Is it appropriate? Is it not? Yeah. Um, you know, words can destroy people. Oh, and, well, of and we, we lose the context. You know, yeah. you might have been joking or, you know, saying something that you thought was humorous and people mm-hmm. didn't understand it. Right. So, you know, you're very careful, I can tell, with kind of what you post. You know, yeah. you think about it before you post. Yeah. Um, but again, you read the comments and you respond to them. Yeah. Yeah. And as we were, and I agree with everything you're saying, Deb, and one of the things that, as you were speaking, popped into my head was that what do you do? Because I must admit, I sometimes get a little irritated with people that will post on my wall stuff about their product or something. Right. And I kind of go like, that. I, I would never do that mm-hmm. to somebody. I wouldn't like go to your wall and tell everybody, hey, you ought to go to my page and buy my book. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like, how do you handle that? If it's a, I just end up deleting yeah. it. If it's true spam, I delete it. Um, yeah. Now, if it really is spam that I could tell was just generated for you know any page it could find, yeah. I delete it. Yeah. If it's somebody that I am con, you know, in yeah. contact with, I yeah. contact them and okay. I say, you know, that really wasn't appropriate. Yeah. I'm more than happy to you know, but you don't promote your stuff on my page. Yeah. Um, and I have it happen maybe once a month or so. Yeah. Where somebody will say, "Gee, that's great, but I can do this." Yeah. Sometimes it's okay in the context. Um, what I really don't like is if it's a direct competitor. That's, you know. Well, you know. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> but, you know, because I sit there and I wonder, I go, you know, was, was it because they know I have 5,000 people to follow me mm-hmm. and, and they want to reach that audience or why are they putting their it information is. on my wall? You know, in social media, what I like to tell people is that we've all reverted to eighth grade. Okay. We are who we hang out with. Okay. And we all want to hang out with the cool kids. Okay. So that's part of the reason why Facebook does the, you know, Deb Creer is now friends with. Okay. Because people think, ooh, you know, Deb Creer's so cool. I want to be friends with the people she's friends with. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, not really, but but that's that's definitely okay. why business pages and, and things like that. Because we are thinking, you know, how can we associate with those and, and tie those together? So I think that probably is why we have spammers that do things like that, because they think, you know, you've got a great following. I want to expose my message mm-hmm. to them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that that's frustrating, uh, but it's um, by and large, and, and you've been talking about this. Uh, you know, just what an incredible tool. And I, I must admit, my brain's also going to. I have a 15 year old daughter, mm-hmm. and while Facebook is incredibly uh, beneficial for us to connect and realize that we really have a lot in common with people all over the world, Facebook can also be. Oh, it's scary uh, for, these, for kids. Mm-hmm. For these kids that uh, tend to write things and mm-hmm. don't think about it, and boom, yeah. and then it's gone and it's out there, and it's like, holy smokes. Yeah. You know, that that just triggered something, and, and we're ready to go for to our, our last break. So okay. when we come back, let's talk about privacy and kids okay. and, and how we can work with them on social media. Today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? All those nights when you've got no lights, the check is in the mail, and your little angel hung the cat up by its tail. 
and your third fiance didn't show. Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name, and they're always glad you came. You wanna be where you can see the troubles are all the same. You wanna be where everybody knows your name. Out of bed, Mr. Coffee's dead. The morning's looking bright. And your shrink ran off to Europe and didn't even write. And your husband wants to be a girl. Be glad there's one place in the world where everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you came. No, people are all the same. You wanna go where everybody knows your name. We are back for our last um, little bit here with Mark McIntosh. I'm Deb Creer, the socialite. You know, I actually, that was, um, I had a contest on Facebook, and the people that I follow on Facebook said that I should be called the I, socialite. I love that. I love so, that. You know, it's, time it's, has flown by I, here. My I gosh. know. Isn't this amazing? We just have 10 minutes yep. left up here high atop the palatial digs of <laughs> Mile High Radio. Yeah. I want to give a, a quick announcement here for Mile High Radio. We are having a contest through uh, December 29th where you can win some really great prizes. You enter by coming uh, by becoming a Facebook fan of Mile High Radio. Post up to three positive comments per day. So, you know, we'll give you two. You can comment on Mark and you can comment on me. So, look, there's two right there. Um, you also should follow Mile High Radio on Twitter and we will follow you back. You can send a chat during one of our live shows. We do have um, Scott is monitoring that. I'd love to get uh, people contacting us on that. We had a young woman last week contact us from Mexico. Wow. So if you're listening live, let us know your name and Hola. Yeah, you know, tell us where you are are uh, listening from. We'd love to give you a little shout out. But um you know, follow you know, follow us on Facebook, follow Mile High Radio on Facebook and on Twitter because you know, you're going to get information about all the other programs that we do because there are so many hosts here who have mm. such great programs. Wonderful. Um so cool. Let's talk about Facebook, social media and all those things for kids because mm. you work with a lot of of yep. the youth, you know, yep. Whether it's the sports programs through the church, mm-hmm. through Victory Productions, things like mm-hmm. that. One of the problems that I see with kids on Facebook, and I'm going to include anybody from about 25 down yeah, yeah. in that category, is they don't always understand privacy. So they post things that they shouldn't post. Um, they think, gee, I'm only posting to my friends. Well, you don't know who's looking over their shoulder. Right. You know, all of those things. I've heard of kids who have lost college scholarships. Mm-hmm. We've certainly had bad examples as to, you know, if somebody was following somebody and they weren't who they, they say they were. When you work with kids, what do you tell them about just kind of, do you, do you talk to them about social media? Yeah. Um, and I certainly with my 15 year old daughter, we, we talk about social media a lot and that, um, and I, I must admit, it, it's not easy to be a kid no. these days. When 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 I grew up, and I'm almost 54 years old, uh, you know, we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have mm-hmm. all these tools. We had the tin can and the string. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you you had, and you had the telephone, but usually had to sit there and try to talk to somebody mm-hmm. in, in the family room when everybody else uh-huh. was around. You know, so it was. Uh, uh, 
and just try to impress upon them that once you put it out there, it is out there. Right. And there's a lot of people looking at it. And so you just got to be very careful what you're putting out there. If you, you know, I try to talk to my kids. If you don't have anything good to say, just don't mm-hmm. say it. Right. Because, and kind of getting back to what you were talking about earlier, that one of the beautiful things about having a face-to-face conversation with somebody or talking to somebody on the phone as opposed to texting, mm-hmm. putting something out on social media, is that you can hear the tone of my voice. Mm-hmm. You can see the expression on mm-hmm. my face when I am saying something to you. And I think we're talking about teenage kids here that obviously they're still developing emotionally mm-hmm. and they see something on Facebook, Twitter, or whatever, that maybe the other person was joking, but then they take it in a wrong way and mm-hmm. then they fire back right. and then the other person fires back and then they fire back, fire back, fire back. And then all and then their buddies get know, involved. Somebody drops an mm-hmm. F-bomb or yep. something like that. And then the next thing you know, mm-hmm. everybody's being hauled off into mm-hmm. the principal's office. And, and so it, it's... It can be, you know, I, I almost think that I think social media is wonderful for adults. I'm beginning to wonder whether we even need it for kids, uh, say, under 18. Mm-hmm. I, because yeah. it seems like, at least in in my world, it's it's caused far more problems mm-hmm. than it has created. Right. But for us that are trying to uh, connect and do some business mm-hmm. or whatever. I think it's a wonderful tool, mm-hmm. but I think it can be very destructive right. for uh, kids. And so just, I'd like to make almost like, you know, you can't can't buy a cigarette until mm-hmm. you're 18 or 21 or whatever well, it is, you know. You know, I, I know uh, somebody on, on Facebook who, you know, she has teenage kids and yeah. they have Facebook pages. Yeah. She has their password. Yeah. They log in or she logs them in. Yeah. So she looks at everything before. Yeah. And, you know, and other people tell me, oh, that's a horrible invasion of your child's privacy. Well, to me, it's a safety thing. Yes. You know, I, I tell people that if they have kids under the age of 18 and they're on Facebook, either them or another trusted adult, you know, because they yes. might not want to be on Facebook, needs right. to be on there. Yeah. Um, my niece is, is on Facebook, and her parents hate the platform, but mm-hmm. they're fine with her being on it because they know that I'm there. Mm-hmm. And she was posting one time that she was home alone all day. Mm. And I told her, okay, you need to take that off of there. Yeah. Just delete it. Get it off there. And, and she said, but only my friends see it. I said, yeah, but you don't know who's standing over there shoulder and right. looking at it and you know or who they could forward it to yeah. or just tell yeah um, you know it, it, because they could just easily repost it you know now that there's a button that it's just share you just share yeah. in anybody else's post yeah. they might have thought it was funny hey you know she's home alone today it's yeah. like the movie or whatever and and we are who we associate with mm-hmm. you know it's it's difficult enough as adults but with kids, it's really difficult. Um, I teach at Metro State, and uh, I had told my students, I said, now, I don't connect with you on social media as long as I'm teaching, mm-hmm. you know, that, or as long as I'm teaching you, because right. I just didn't think that was appropriate. But I was looking at one of uh, the uh, the pages for one of, one of my students, and I was astonished at what was posted there. Yeah. Now, this is, you know, a young man in his 20s who is just getting ready to go out into the, the business world very professional. I have always, you know, I was always very impressed with him. Mm. He couldn't post without using the F word, and his mm. friends all posted that. And I told him, I said, you know, we need to have a chat. Yeah. Because for one thing, I'm not your Facebook friend, and I saw these posts. So you've got your privacy settings way too open. I said, yeah. but for another thing, just think if I was a potential employer, I wouldn't even bring you in for an interview. Yeah. And I think that's where people are making mistakes is they don't realize that it's like you said, it's out there. Yeah. You know, you're applying for a job. You're meeting a, a new business associate. 
I always go to their LinkedIn page. Well, you know, that's my first thing. Then I Google them, and then I I try and, yeah. and go even further. Some of it is just to say, hey, we've got a similar interest. Let's talk yeah. about CU or yeah. you know something yeah. like that. But yeah, you know, it's it's out there. Well, uh, my girlfriend is a uh, senior vice president for a major staffing company, mm-hmm. and that is the first thing that uh, yep. the people that work for her, mm-hmm. when there is somebody who is mm-hmm. applying for a job or they're thinking about placing that person with a a company that has hired them Mm -hmm. to find people, the very first thing they do Mm -hmm. is go online to check out what they're doing Mm -hmm. Twitter-wise, what they're doing Facebook-wise, for what exactly you're talking about. uh, And so... And and I think that's one of the challenges for all, everybody out there that has kids. And you know, as they grow up, they they want to be. All their friends are you know have the cell phones. All their friends are on Facebook. All their friends are on Twitter. Blah blah blah. Um, to just in, stress upon them that, and I think it's tough for them because again, they're they're fourteen, fifteen years old. They don't. I don't think they don't look down the road at right. the possible mm-hmm. repercussions of mm-hmm. something like this. Well, but to impress upon them and maybe even convince them that it's in their best interest if they're not mm-hmm. on it because yeah. it, it's just fraught with danger. Right. Having, having no online reputation is better than having a bad online reputation. Yep. Um, you know, and, and the nice thing is when I see adults helping kids mm-hmm. with, with the, the platforms, mm-hmm. um, a young friend of mine is on Facebook, and I've known her. I babysat her, you know, known her for years, so very, very good friend of ours. And there was a, a really bad storm one day. And she was in the basement. The tornado sirens are going off. Now, I live less than 10 minutes away. Mm -hmm. And I saw her post on Facebook that she was so scared. Mm -hmm. Of course, what I did was I immediately picked up the phone. But other people responded and said, we're here. Just keep chatting with us. Keep keep in touch. And Mm -hmm. and it was clearly adults. I mean, I could tell by looking at their pictures that these were adults. Good friends of the family, things like that. But we all were giving her support, and so it comes all the way back down to what mm. we've we've been talking yeah. about this whole time. It's about building relationships. It's about supporting each other, being positive for people. You know, it's okay to have a bad day and to complain about it. You know, I fell on the ice last week, and yeah. I but I had a great time telling people about tumble on the ice, and all these people were giving me advice as to what I should now do for all my my various owies. Yeah. And of course, other people have checked in to see how I'm doing, but. I kept it funny. You know, right. it, it was tumble on ice like, you know, rumble right. in the Rockies or exactly. whatever. And and people said, you know, at least you kept your sense of humor about right. it. I said, well, you know, that wasn't damaged. My pride was a little yeah, upset, yeah, but yeah. my humor wasn't yeah. damaged. Yeah. Well, I think the bottom line is it's called social media for mm-hmm. a reason. And uh, one of the things that I've always found kind of fascinating is, is we have all these different tools that allow us just instant communication with right. one another. Whereas it used to be... You know, you had to pick up the phone or you had to write a, mm-hmm. a note to somebody. But how do we use it effectively? And I think in some ways, because we have all these wonderful tools of communication, we don't communicate very right. well. And to me, that's where social media, especially for me, Facebook, is just a wonderful way to uh, be vulnerable, to uh, to kind of truly be who I am, mm-hmm. and, and then provide a space where people can be the very same thing and, and then you know you just begin to form mm-hmm. these just fabulous relationships yeah. you know and i think it's we make of it what we want it to be right you know you know and, and it, it's funny i have people you know I've, I've been in colorado almost my entire life and you know moving to atlanta and people oh you're moving i said ah we still have facebook yeah and they yeah. said oh yeah it's gonna be like you never left yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it really is yeah. you know it, it's uh, wherever we are in the world we have these tools that we can reach back out to people we can text we can do all of those things but there is something about the social media that just you know brings that a little bit closer 
Yeah, and and to me, and everybody is different, but but to me, Facebook is is where I feel I can get most intimate and really develop relationships again because you know I'm a writer. I like mm-hmm. to write and. Um, you know, you can't in 140 characters. I think it's hard to carry yeah. on a conversation. Mm-hmm. That's just me. But uh, you know, and and so I think it's just it's a wonderful platform for us to to build those relationships, whether they're they're social relationships, whether business relationships, whether they're community oriented mm-hmm. relationships. But uh, uh, we have the wonderful tools. That the question becomes, how do we use them, and how can we use them most effectively? In ways to you know that do honor us and, mm-hmm. and 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 help promote our business and all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. So we are at two o'clock straight up. I want to thank you so much. We're going to have to have you back on there again. I, I would love to. Um, you know, this is so much fun, and I really enjoyed talking with you about this. We need to talk more sports, of course. Um, and so I hope you that people will listen next week. My guest is Elizabeth Suarez, and Elizabeth is a professional mediator and arbiter. So we're going to talk about conflicts on social media wow. and how you can really deal with, okay, you know, somebody posted something mm-hmm. horrible, awful. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Yeah. You know, and, and again, how to build relationships. Um, I always want to uh, never wrap up the program without saying thanks to Scott, our fabulous engineer. He makes the buttons go, and and without Scott, we certainly wouldn't be here. We would just be dead air, so that's very bad. Um, Again, remember to follow Mark and I on all the various platforms. Also follow us on uh, Mile High Radio on Facebook and on Twitter. And with that, we are going to wrap it up. Thank you very much. Thank you. Everybody enjoy the day. Uh, Happy holidays. Do your Christmas shopping, all that good stuff. MileHighRadio.com on the World Wide Web for your listening pleasure. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.